What's up, guys? Welcome to another podcast. And today I'm here with Shreya Patel, one of my closest friends, whom I actually met in her freshman year, which is pretty weird. We'll talk about that as well, how weird that was. But uh, before we get into anything, I firstly want to talk, I want Shreya to introduce herself. So, Shreya, what's up? Hi, Langston. Um, and hi, guys. My name is uh, Shreya Patel. And I am currently a student at uh, RIT, uh, majoring in electrical engineering. And yeah, like Langston mentioned, it was uh, pretty weird when we first met, but I'm kind of excited because this is like my first podcast and that too with him. So let's see how this goes. Yeah, that is pretty, that is pretty weird though. Like, did you ever expect that you'd be doing your first podcast with that weird guy whom you met in the cinema? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? The guy that I thought I'll never talk to ever again. Oh my God, man. <laughs> didn't get me there. <laughs> but yeah, so we're talking about a couple of topics. And I think I, I was like, you also share, what do you want to talk about on the podcast? And like, we were kind of clueless. And then I suggested this one topic to her, which was like talking about your experience. Because she's she actually came from India to the USA a couple of years ago, actually, when she was like a little. How old were you when you came us i was eight so i came here december 2008 wow 2008 yes like shit went down right the financial crisis and all that kind of stuff yeah Um, yeah so yeah so we decided to talk about like her experiences growing up in india as well as growing up in the usa because that is something that i think i think that would be a good topic to you know address because uh, she would be able to share a lot of points that uh, maybe some of you might be able to relate to. So yeah, uh, that's what I decided to talk about. Growing up in India versus growing up in USA, the experiences in India, maybe in terms of schooling, or I think just people in general and things of that sort. So yeah, you excited, Shreya? Yes, I am excited. Okay, the first thing, <laughs> about what do you remember from like moving in a way like were you like nervous to come to the u.s initially or were you you did not want to leave india in the beginning or what yeah that was definitely the case um because i already had like a lot of friends in india um i was like comfortable there i knew everything that was going around so this was like almost like a sudden change for me because one day my parents just came and they're like yeah by the way we are going to go to u.s and I was like, okay, yeah, that will be somewhere down the road. But it kind of just, uh, when it came, it was like too soon uh, than I expected it to be, I guess. So I was definitely nervous. Um, that was also like my first time on the plane. So I was kind of excited about that. I don't know how excited I was about to see the U.S. Because I, uh, I was really sad of like uh, leaving my friends and um, family in India. So at first, uh, pretty nervous, pretty scared, but uh, I guess like people say, it like it took time, but everything just like settled, and now it has been like almost what like twelve years since I've been here. So yeah, yeah that's that. Did you like when you just got here? Did you like miss India like a lot, and did you wish you were back? You know? Oh yeah. I missed it a lot. Like I was, I told my parents that we should go back. It's okay. We can like forget about the US and we can go back. Let's just like like, forget US. Let's go back. Um, What state were you in? 
when you just got here? What was your first day, actually? Connecticut. Oh, that's where you are right now. I mean, well, yeah. now, that's where you are from. Yes, uh, I have been in Connecticut ever since like I came to the US. So we haven't yeah. really moved around much. So uh, to be specific, New Haven, Connecticut. Yeah. So 12 years there. Still don't know what that is, but like how come Connecticut, what made you guys choose Connecticut over like, um, I don't know, other states like New York or, you know. Uh, I don't think uh, there's like a really interesting answer to that. It was as simple as my grandparents were there. Okay, okay, that makes sense because you knew someone who was there, so. Yeah, so it's like uh, we were moving here to like move in with them, sort of, because mm-hmm. uh, they were here much longer than like us. So uh, we sort of like um, came to the U.S. and that's like they were in Connecticut. So we like ended up going there and moving in with them. So totally fine. Yeah. I think if I knew someone in the U.S. who was there, I would not choose any other child. I'd just go and like crash over there or something. So yeah, I think that's a good answer. That's not a bad answer. (laughs) But um, anyways, that's good. Uh, let's get into like I think growing up. So I know you were there in India for like eight years, which is a significant amount of time. So tell us about the differences, like not in school, not in terms of schooling. We'll get into schooling later because that itself is a different topic. But like tell us about just growing up in general. Like what was like the differences between growing up in India and just growing up in USA for the first five years? I think. I think um, the biggest difference that I personally found between like growing up in India versus growing up here was like the uh, people I was uh, surrounded by, like um, the people in like my neighborhood, the people Mm -hmm. in like my school. But um, like you said, we'll get into the schooling stuff later because that played a big that played a big role in the difference. But yeah, you told me a lot of it. Yeah. But uh, I think like um, in India, it was more of like, I guess it's not really like, I'll not say like restriction, but in India, it was like more like, the, uh, if you like just go out, there were like people around you uh, who, it just felt like more free to go out. Over mm-hmm. here, it seemed like people didn't really interact much, as much as they do in India. Cause like in India, it was like pretty normal to like, go out and like just ask like a random person going by like hey what's up what did you do today like and over here uh if you try to do that like with a person walking down the street they'll think you're going nuts uh and they, they'll be like why don't you mind your own business type of a thing so oh. i feel like <laughs> <laughs> i feel like for the most part people are into like themselves over here so it was kind of like okay if i wanted to talk to someone that I did not know. It was more like I had to talk to them for a reason or something like that. At least at the beginning. So I felt that was like pretty different. Um, Was that just in Connecticut? I mean, you were, that was Connecticut though, right? Like that's what you're talking about, that place. Yeah, I'm talking about like, um, basically like the first like two to three years after I moved. Cause Mm -hmm. like that mindset was like a bit different. Cause like in Mm -hmm. India, I definitely knew way more people around like where I lived than compared to here and it's like it took a little time to like like know people but i think even then i i probably still don't know many people that i live around um which is like a big difference when like in india you can just walk out of the house and be like hey i know you hey i know you 
but like over here it was more like okay let's get to know each other that that is pretty interesting though because i mean so i grew up in dubai and it's very similar because not everyone just interacts with each other in dubai although it is the most it is a very social place obviously but when i was to go to bombay or mumbai like because uh, my, my mom grew up over there so I just realized that like, people, even though they don't know you, they'll say hi to you, like, especially when you walk around. So I, I would, but my mom is still in Boroughly, so that's why we would always go. So people would still say hi to you, even though they don't know you. And it was just like a very different vibe over there versus, I guess, in Dubai and even in the US, like, you're right about one thing, like, people don't just say hi to you. But I think in Rochester, in RIT at least, I know we're going off topic, but I think it's a little, like, I don't know, people over there seem to, sometimes they'll just, they either just smile at you or what, but for, but for the most part, I have to agree that people do mind their own business. And yeah, it's not very easy to actually make friends. Like, you have to make a lot of more effort versus making that same effort in India. Because I think in India, yeah. just it's very, like, you know, easy. And over here, it's like, you know, you have to just put yourself out there to actually make friends so yeah yeah i think i agree with that it's more like i guess you can i, I guess i can say like india is more based on like smaller communities type of a thing so mm-hmm. i guess more people know each other while over here it's sort of like you build your own community and it doesn't necessarily have to be around like where you physically live right. so um i think that 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 kind of summarizes my entire point was it um, uh comfy though like growing up as in like so you, you made friends were were your friends like from here or were they were some of them like desi or what were, were they like different cultures or what what kind of friends you made over here i think i made uh that was one thing like um in india obviously it's more like i had a lot of desi friends because that's basically who was there but mm-hmm. over here there was much more diversity so um i did have friends from like all over the place, I guess. So um, um, my friends were just not like made up of like Desi names. So I had people from like down in South America. I had people who were from India as well. I had people who were from like Australia, uh, Philippines and whatnot. So it's like I had a good diversity of friends, um, which is definitely not the case in India. So that's for sure. That's awesome that you actually met someone from someone from Australia. I've I've never I don't think I've ever had an Australian friend, which is so weird because my childhood friend is actually in Australia. He's probably <laughs> now, <laughs> like the first friend I ever made in my life is in Australia. Like he migrated there like ten years ago now, and he settled over there. Shout out to Nikhil, by the way. His name is Nikhil. Again. Oh. <laughs> His name is actually Nikhil, and uh, he's um, he's in Australia right now. He's probably a citizen right now, but yeah, man, uh, I should actually reach out to him sometime. But yeah, I never really had an Australian fan otherwise. Uh, but that's cool. Like you actually met different people over your different cultures, and what was that like? Just meeting different people. Did you was it uncomfortable at the beginning, or was it something that you actually embraced? Uh, so um. At the beginning, definitely it was a bit uncomfortable because it was sort of like all new for me, and I was still kind of like kind of getting, um, I guess, blended into the culture, uh, at least in like New Haven, because uh, I 
like you know that mindset that you come with at least that's how it is with me so like you go to a new place and you are not really sure if like people will talk to you or not uh so right. over here i'm like new place also a new culture also a new background culture too so i was like i didn't really think that people would talk but um right. i think that that kind of barrier just like uh went away pretty quickly because uh, it like it was like the culture here sort of had that incorporated into it where it's like when you talk to other people it's not really necessarily about like oh you're not from the same place i'm uh <laughs> at, so like i'm not going to talk to you so right. um i definitely enjoyed it a lot because mm-hmm. uh, that i felt like um allowed me or gave me a chance to learn more about like other cultures that were around me which mm-hmm. i wouldn't uh, otherwise like i'm not going to sit in front of a laptop and like research about all the cultures right because there's just there's a lot of them yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah so like in this way it was like i wasn't really putting in effort and uh, plus it was like um they were really really great friends so it mm. was like uh, through my friends i was getting to learn more about like how their lives are and how it's different from mine and it's pretty cool to see how that entire thing works that's awesome yeah definitely i think even for me when i came here even like i mean i've not been here for as long as you i've been here for like what now two years three years now nearly three years and i think yeah it's definitely interesting to learn because again i was honestly not so comfortable meeting like new people in the beginning especially like it's like different people like different cultures and it's like it was a huge culture shock for me too but yeah i mean it was interesting at the same time i got to agree because you definitely learn from different people and uh and now I'm so much more used to it i guess but uh i can definitely relate to relate to like a bunch of points that you mentioned in terms of just meeting different people yeah that's pretty awesome um let's get into like schooling cuz i think that was like a bigger chunk right so, yeah okay let's talk about i don't know how you want to play this do you want to compare the schooling from like schooling in india versus schooling in the us because i mean in india was it were you in high school in india or were you in like no bro i was like elementary, um, right? elementary yeah elementary and then you came to the high school over here no i came to the elementary school over here right because i was in oh. fourth grade oh okay oh snap okay so you <laughs> you were still in elementary school when you came here. okay so okay so just tell us the difference in general like uh, schooling kids friends and like teachers and, like all that shit all that jazz whatever all that funky stuff yeah okay so uh first difference is uh i i i think i told you about this uh section of like my schooling story um uh, but i moved here like when i was in fourth grade but according to like my age i was moved down to like third grade uh yeah. when i recently moved uh yeah. so i found that like a bit weird cuz i had like um my report card and everything that basically officially said i was supposed to be in fourth but <laughs> it turned out that the school system here is like it goes on your age and i was yeah. like oh okay so first difference right there in india i don't think it's based on your age like obviously they're not going to put like a five year kid a uh, five year old kid in like second grade but like if you have like um a sequential path to learning they're not going to be like oh you go back a standard because like you're not like five or six or something like that so here that was that was different 
So, so wait, if you're like, if you're a particular age over here, that determines what grade you're going to be in? Yeah. So that, I did not know that <laughs> till I faced that. But you have credentials, right? That you can go to the next grade. Yeah, because uh, the thing is that uh, in India, like our school year starts, I think around like May or June. Mm-hmm. And in the US, it starts around September. So mm-hmm. I came to the U.S. in December. So by the time I came to the U.S., I already finished like half of my fourth grade. So technically, if I were to like uh, continue my fourth year here, it would have been fine. But when mm-hmm. I moved here, they're like, oh, you are eight and eight year olds are supposed to be in third grade. So mm-hmm. I don't really care that you have and like you have credentials and proof that you passed third grade. I'm going to, also, yeah, I'm going to still put you in third grade. That's basically how it was for me. So I didn't know that's how it worked here. But like, that was like the first shock. And I'm like, but, but, but I don't want to be in third grade because then that would basically put me a year behind. But um, luckily, I, uh, I sort of like got through that because um, my grandfather had like a family friend who helped us out a lot. Because mm-hmm. at that time, we didn't really know how the school system worked. Mm-hmm. So in a way, he sort of like fought for me with the school to be like, she already passed it, right? So like the least you can do is like have her start in fourth grade. So um, it was basically like a set of like state tests that I had to take. And they're like, okay, if you pass that, uh, we'll put you in fourth. So they ended up putting me in fourth for like two months. Uh, so that's why I'm like always the youngest one in my class. Because okay. according to the age idea, I'm still like I would have been a second year right now instead of a third year in college. That's pretty so awesome, that was the first shock. Yeah, yeah. At least well, you didn't you didn't miss a year, right? So that's good. Yeah, like like really, thank God. We, yeah, that's why you were like super young when you came to RIT. I'm like, what is this? Look at this. this first shock. This is like. Huh. This is like you, you're like, yeah, you're basically like Sharon because, uh, shout out to Sharon by the way, but when he came to our, like, he was so young. I'm like, man, this bacha over here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it all worked out, but like, it's so annoying when someone's so young. And I'm like, okay, man, we're all turning like 21, and this guy's like, oh, I'm 19. I'm like, what? Hey, I get that a lot. Come on, yeah, you know that. I know that. I know that. I, I know that. Yeah, like what? You're turning 21 this year, right? Uh, I just, year. You just turned 21 this year. No, I just turned 20 this year. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, okay. So one more year, one more year, and then. In 2021, I'll be 21. Decibel child, bro. Come on. Oh, that's such a, that's such a cool. Well, in 2021, you're going to be 21. That's yeah. Sick. That's cool. But uh, yeah, so where were we? So growing up, so that was, yeah. I guess, the biggest shock, right? Just like this one. And what about like your, tell us about the friends now. Just like, like yeah. in India versus, oh yeah. So uh, this kind of shock kind of like, it kind of stayed there with me for like a few years. Because all of my classmates were kind of like, this is not fair. Like, why does she get to move up and all of that? So at the beginning, um, majority of my classes ran away from me, sort of a thing. But Mm. I did end up making friends and all uh, later on. So um, 
obviously like it took like time to figure out what the hell is going on but mm-hmm. um i think i would say i made friends pretty quickly mm-hmm. uh so like uh, i had people that i would go to school with and like not just be like the only one there and um things like that so mm-hmm. that was nice and i feel like uh, along with like making friends uh, my teachers were really helpful so uh, in india i feel like uh, the thing was that teachers are portrayed to be very strict over here i feel like the teachers are portrayed to be very friendly so uh, it's easier to approach the teachers here compared to like the teachers in india not saying that that's the case with all the teachers but at least like with most of my teachers it's like you had to be on a really good terms with the teacher in india to easily go up and talk to them but i yeah. felt like that vibe was different it's like they mm-hmm. gave out a vibe where they were easy to approach if i had mm-hmm. a problem or if i like on um, that's a not even anything regarding school i can just go and have a conversation with them and it will be normal mm-hmm. while in india it's something like oh uh talk about stories with your teacher otherwise don't talk go home type of a thing right i think um, that's just indian teachers in general man <laughs> yeah exactly so over here i kind of liked that um that part because like yeah i mean i i did study in india and all but again like i wasn't really in india for my uh, higher grades right mm-hmm. so i was still a kid in india but over here like even as a kid that was sort of nice to have so i like that aspect of school so you prefer teachers over here than in india yeah i think so yeah dude i i think so too because man the indian teachers i had at least in dubai like not bad okay but like dude come on man like i think my physics teacher in a levels i think i really think she hated me for some reason dude. like thanks and again you failed like like <laughs> are you serious and like like yeah obviously you give us some weird ass problems will fail only what's the, what's the point but anyways uh, yeah and also, yeah even i think you're right about one thing though like i think it's probably just the it's a daisy thing cuz over year i remember for my probability and statistics class like um uh, uh the professor i have is american but this one time he missed class and then we had like this indian guy who came to replace him yeah okay we came and the guy was like tall and like he had like this weird like hair like you know professor snape kind of thing <laughs> but like professor it's like professor snape cut his hair like uh you know like half you know who's professor snape right harry potter yeah yeah yeah, yeah of yeah. course so anyone who does that know he's a harry potter character and like uh he was like okay he was just giving a normal lecture he's like okay all of you put your phones switch off your phones and put it in your pocket i don't want to see your phones with you i'm like from which country you came from <laughs> Oh my word is wrong with this guy that's i nicely went and sat in the like i didn't sit in the front but i sat like on the third bench cuz i'm like you know you can use your phone and charge sometimes it's like not a big deal whatever i know it's not the best thing to do but like you know whatever if sometimes the lecture gets too boring you kind of want to just see your phone but this guy mm-hmm. won't put it inside it should not even vibrate i'm like i'm like bro like what do you what do you, what is this we're not in high school anymore and even in high school i don't think they do that at least now so i think that was that was really really that was like the weirdest class for me 
the guy was good no no doubt <laughs> like he taught he was a good professor no doubt but like like damn that was like, like some next level kind of thing i honestly do not even feel i was in college at that point so i think it's just a daisy thing though i don't know you i i think i agree with that cuz like uh, i have had a few like uh, desi professors here and uh, the uh, situation that you described similar to that so it's like uh, in fact yeah this semester i have a desi professor and uh, she does not like anyone using like laptops or phones in the class so it's like uh, at the like first lecture bro she uh, she's like uh, no laptops or tablets or phones allowed and then uh-huh. well obviously like um, in the world that we are right now um we have a lot of technology right at mm-hmm. our hand so there are many students who take notes on their ipads or their tablets right mm-hmm. it's a really really common thing to do nowadays yeah. so yeah. she is like uh, yeah i'll let you guys like use that but if you are going to like it has to be flat on the table and like almost to an extent where like where she knows that you are writing if you like if steven sees it out so um yeah and i was like okay you know what i'm not even surprised at this thing because even if we have like referred to notes or whatever that she has posted she doesn't let us or use our laptops at all and she has stopped class so many times to like point out uh or like to the people that did and they're like uh, and she's like can you please put your laptop away before she continued on with like the lecture so i do agree that i feel like it's a very desi thing this is in college or in like school this is college this semester okay oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's this semester uh, wow man <laughs> that's fucking hilarious yeah it was really funny and the part and the funny part was like this was happening like two rows like before in front of like where i was sitting so i couldn't even laugh mm. oh my god dude la- when you laugh in a desi class if, you, if a desi teacher sees you laughing you're dead dude and this was me in high school like i would laugh because i would just because i knew it was so funny I just got punished for that. I was just like, yeah, you think this is funny? Yeah. Yeah, we'll call your parents and see what they think. Yeah, I agree. Oh my god, dude. And uh the parents ever called by like a professor? Like at least basic professor. Professor no. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so this one time I I failed one of my office tests. That was it based to call it in high school. <laughs> they used to call it the office test because those are like the serious ones yeah, like you know and he, he he's like laxton i'm going to call your mom and dad if you fail this i'm like man i fail so many tests you never call it. okay uh and this one time i failed it he actually went and called my parents i once my dad comes and picks me up and he's like laxton uh i got a call from the school did you fail a test I'm like uh what test which test <laughs> I'm like uh he's like no he said that you failed one test I'm like uh no that was just a small test that was not a big thing I actually passed the other ones I just somehow covered it up but he still my dad was like he was not an idiot like he was just like he was kind of I think he was pissed at me I don't remember but basically they see teachers call your parents when they say they call your parents they will call your parents So, no i've got a lot of those threats though they never called my parents i don't know man this guy i think i was just 
talking around with him a lot and he actually called him. He's, he's a nice professor though, I miss him. Professor Arun, that's his name. And shout out to him because I still meet him if I ever go to Dubai. So. <laughs> yeah, he was my math teacher. Uh, he taught us uh, like all algebra stuff and uh, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. But anyways, moving on. So tell us about the, did you talk about, you didn't talk about the friends, right? Your friends in India versus over here. And school. I did. Oh yeah, you did. Okay. Uh, what was your last year like in school? Weird. I think you told me something about prom and how weird that was. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you want to tell oh, that yeah. story? <laughs> do you want to tell that story? <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't think there is a concept of prom in India. If there is one there right is now, no. I don't know. Oh, so there's, they don't actually have... I think they do have prom in India. What are you saying? I mean, I I'm saying like if there is a, like if there is such a concept right now, I don't know. When I was in India, that was not a thing, even for my seniors. Oh wow, that's sad. <laughs> so I didn't know this existed ever. Oh, so you did not know about prom at all, even in your family. No. Okay, you did go to prom though. Okay, so I found out about prom like initially in my eight, like in my eighth grade. Because we okay. had a middle school prom that I went mm-hmm. to as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was more, it felt like it was more like um, almost like a social gathering outside of school. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it wasn't like as official as like my high school prom was. Mm-hmm. So I went to that and uh, there, yeah, obviously like, yeah, like there are guys and girls who ask like each other out to go to prom with. But it didn't happen much in high, like much in middle school. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, it's so I, I went it was all cool but then I didn't uh, really like um, expect it to be to a level it was in high school because in high school um, I had a friend who kept bugging me because she wanted me to go to like uh, at least my senior prom okay mm-hmm. and then I had a friend who was graduating a year before me and she kept bugging me that I should go to the prom the year that she has, like, she is going to be a senior. So basically my junior and senior year. Mm-hmm. So I got out of it uh, with, like, my junior year because I don't know why. I just, like, personally didn't really enjoy this prom mm-hmm. concept. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe because it was just my class, but we don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And then uh, it was really, like, legit and shit because, like, uh, there were many, many, like, uh, students in my class uh, who, like, did proper, like, prom proposals and that was kind of like a surprising thing for me because I knew those things like happened but like I just guess like I never really witnessed it Um, but until I got to like high school and then I realized how like essential prom and its concept is over here so it's kind of cool and um yeah I was just trying to get out of it but unfortunately I couldn't get out and I uh, did get a prom proposal um, for my junior year. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to get too much into details with that. But let's just yeah, say I didn't want to go and I didn't <laughs> like go. <laughs> that's good. That's fair. Did you, at least you guys had like junior proms and like senior prom. For us, like in high school, it was just like one prom. And this was in Dubai. But like we just had like the high school prom, I guess. Which was, now when you're talking about proposals, I just remember how weird mine was <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you that 
Yeah, I think you did tell me that. <laughs> oh my god, if if okay, if she ever listens to I don't think she'll ever listen to this podcast, but basically, basically I had like this crush in high school. I'm going to say it anyways, I don't care. It's been like what 10 years. Okay. And Go I, ahead. I actually I actually called her up and I asked her out to prom. And I think she said a straight no. Uh, because apparently like she was doing something in prom or whatever. I won't say her name, but it, I'm sure a lot of people who listen to the podcast will know her name. But anyways, that is that. But yeah, it was super weird. It was super fucking weird. I think the prom proposal that I got um again, I don't think that guy is like ever going to listen to this, but I think it was pretty like nice. Like he thought it through. Um Yeah, I didn't think it through. <laughs> Yeah, it was, the, it was good. like I didn't expect it, but it was it was kind of nice. Um and the really funny part was that like everybody was recording this, which I did not expect at all. Oh so God. that was it, it was kind of like embarrassing at that but, point. It was like been a good YouTube video. We were going viral. <laughs> the funny part is I still don't have that video. I don't know who has that video. If that video ever got published, we would have known you before you come into RIT. Yeah, true. I'm pretty sure it would have went viral. Exactly. That's be like the girl resisting to a proposal. I swear, honestly, that always recorded. goes. Always goes viral. Always, man. Let's let's talk about food, man. Food. You know the food you miss in India. I'm food, sh- food, you miss food, food in India. Like, do you, uh, you tell us about food over here and uh, was it versus the food like food in America versus food in India? Uh, I think I should probably start with this. Really, no offense to like whoever is hearing this and like whoever like loves food here, but the food in India is the best. I miss it so much. <laughs> like I miss it so much. Like the food here could, can just get close to it, but it can never match the food in India. Yeah, I do honestly. Do. Like. I always wish that I can just like go to India for like you know like when I have like a weekend or something I wish I could just like teleport to India have all the food that I want and like come back. Like uh, that is something I have I have been wishing for a while now. Yeah man honestly like like chaat and stuff I don't know man I don't think they have I mean they have it over here but I don't think it's like it does not match that level. Not at all. Like New Jersey uh Indian food gets close to it, but it's still not that level. No, I think I've got to agree. I mean, I've not been to many Indian restaurants here, but I definitely think that if anyone missed something in US, if they come from India, is the food. Yes, um, that is. That, like, that is I, yeah, true. Like I miss food in Dubai because that's where I was born, and because the food in Dubai was like even Indian food in Dubai is very close. what they made in india because i mean india and dubai are very close right so yeah. it's not hard to import stuff from there and everything but like that's what i missed a lot like food firstly i miss home food that is the main thing i miss home food in general but definitely indian food over there was um, you can't compare it uh but yeah that, that's definitely something what about what about your culture like you have a lot of cultural celebrations right like I know in India it's obviously celebrated very differently like Diwali and Holi and stuff like that. So do you yeah. celebrate that like as like 
could you celebrate that as easily as as in india uh, when i say easily i mean like uh, what was uh, like was it the same level oh uh, definitely not the same level but um over here i think uh, one thing that i should mention is that like at places like uh, especially like new jersey and many many parts of like new york at least in like the east side yeah. i know it's like um the festivals and holidays are celebrated um like much more like they are in india compared to like in connecticut mm-hmm. uh because in connecticut uh yeah there is like um, a good amount of indians there but they're mm-hmm. all like almost spread apart so mm-hmm. yeah they have like an organization like in new haven uh mm-hmm. and around like that county where they organize festivals but uh, first of all they're never on time because the weather here is just like insane and second it's like they uh, i think one thing they that they um, usually struggle with is finding a place where like they can fit so many people so it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's so they have to like organize those kind of festivals at like a really smaller scale mm-hmm. and uh, that's why usually those like these festivals are celebrated at like a temple so right, right. um so like i do uh, live near like a temple where they sort of go about celebrating this uh right. festivals right. so like it's like a small parking lot where uh, they like do all the ceremonies and like the ritual things for right. like for example holi and then that's in india because it's like everyone is celebrating it and over mm-hmm. here i feel like it's much more constrained to like you know um staying within like the area that like is owned by the temple because mm-hmm. uh, anything outside of it you need like permissions and stuff from the city to like mm-hmm. actually do it like mm-hmm. you can't just go out on the streets and like put color and or, or like water or like the biggest one for diwali we like uh, light up uh, fireworks and stuff but over right. here we're like even to do it during diwali you need permission to do it because it's not really it doesn't fall near like july 4th or whatever Right, where right. we are able to like uh, light fireworks at a smaller scale mm-hmm. but during diwali which is usually like in november you sort of like need all sorts of permission to even like light up like the yeah. smallest firecrackers so absolutely yeah uh, i don't know i, I mean i guess cuz yeah cuz i mean 4th of july is pretty much the same thing where they do the whole firecracker thing yeah exactly i don't know if any permission for that but i I don't know not on the 4th of July. Uh 4th of July uh you need permission for like any fireworks that are going to go higher than like a certain amount right. of like height or something. So usually right. the ones that go all the way up to the sky you need permissions for those but anything that is um pretty close to like maybe like the height of your building you're fine. Got gotcha. you. Um, gotcha. but you can't do that like randomly in like november because it's not expected yeah. then so they right. think of it as like violating some rules or laws that they have so i get it yeah i mean i think when it comes to holy though i think i think i the us i only celebrated that and rat cuz you guys would have these amazing events and stuff like they would organize an event and house and everything Well, that was not bad but i i still think that maybe in india it would be very different yeah so the festivals are definitely like um 
like way level down in the US but again that really depends on like um which community or which area you are in because like like i said if you were to like go to um new jersey or something those kind of festivals are done at a really high scale because mm-hmm. there's just so many people so like when they get together it's easier to make it possible mm-hmm. but over here when you have like when you're in an area where everybody's like scattered it's really hard to because there is just mm-hmm. a lot of effort that it takes in terms of like legalities to get mm-hmm. through it and actually organize a festival Understood. So, Understood. and already it's nice that they let us do Diwali and Holi though, so that's good. That is, yeah, that's a, that, that's definitely good. And Jeff, I mean, Jeffrey Cox, shout out to Jeffrey Cox, he's very supportive of it, so. Yeah, exactly. I think that's amazing. So, that's, yeah, I think we've touched on a couple of points so far. We have a long podcast, I don't even know how long we recorded this. But, what are your, like, now you've been in the US for like 12 years, do you still like, uh, that's, Let's end with this. Like, do you still like miss India sometimes, or, or? Yeah, there are many times that I end up missing India, and I think you hit the two major points: food and festivals. Because mm-hmm. I think I am a big foodie, and yeah. <laughs> I also enjoy like the Indian festivals a lot. So yeah. um, I like the ability to like really enjoy those in India compared yeah, to here. I've seen you finishing the spachori package. <laughs> so I know you're a big Indian foodie, for sure. Um, yeah. I think it's all of us. Like, I definitely miss Indian food. If I, like, I know my mom comes over here, she gets me, like, two boxes of kaju kapli. And oh, my God. I yes. Intend, I don't intend to share those. <laughs> like, Trust me, I hide them and run, make, like, and run away with like, them. No one's my friend after that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll share my job yeah. I'll share anything with you but that mm. it's like at that time it's like guys take whatever you want except yeah. for this this that's is mine that box is mine because they get over very fast <laughs> yes and it's like yeah. you don't get them till you go back to India again I don't even know if you get them over here like and does anyone like get them you get I mean, gradually over here I've never tried it uh, there is one that I do like, um, but the thing is that like they get imported and stuff, but mm-hmm. they also run out as fast. So yeah, it's yeah, like cause... it's not there when I go to get it, and if it's there, it won't be there once I go again. Right, right. Damn. So that's a struggle. Uh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, anyways, I think we have covered a lot, but. Um... I think we covered everything, right? At least the main main stuff. Yeah, as far as I can think of. Yeah. Well, anyways, guys, I hope uh, firstly, Shreya, thank you so much for doing this podcast. I think it was it was definitely fun doing this, and uh, I hope all of you, if you have made it this far, thank you for listening, and definitely share your feedback, your comment, the comment on this video, whatever. And yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you next time.